Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And hopefully everyone has caught up on their gaming backlog. Because we have a shit ton of games still on the way. Well, I'm fucked. And we're not even done with all the announcements for the rest of June. Yeah, I'm super fucked. I've had a backlog okay. since like 2014, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I have a backlog. I think on consoles I don't even own anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a backlog even on PS3, which I'm, we we have it yeah. somewhere, yeah, but have we haven't turned it on. Definitely a backlog on, I think even PS2. Good, good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even PS1. You know what? I don't have a backlog on, the Wii. That's good. Yeah. Because you doesn't have very many games. Yeah. Okay. I mean, to be fair, I never finished Guitar Hero 5, so I guess maybe technically I have a backlog if you consider that, but I lost interest, so. Eh, it's more yeah. of a... Like a passing time yeah, situation. Yeah, it's not, I don't feel like that's a game that's like, yeah. you have to beat it or else right. you did really play it. Yeah, yeah. So, how is everything going though? How's your week so far? Oh my gosh, super busy at work, so I'm really glad I don't work this weekend. That's good. Yeah, how about you? More, more time to focus on the podcast so yeah or catch up on my backlog there's no way it's ever for the podcast yeah for the podcast true (laughs) maybe i should start at the oldest (laughs) yeah (laughs) maybe just the oldest on xbox one (laughs) on our new 2020 podcast we're gonna cover the latest in 2014 gaming (laughs) whatever (laughs) well until we uh establish our backlog podcast episodes yeah why don't we uh, focus on the future yeah let's so we'll get into some gaming news with ea live which was the event for ea to announce their new games coming out this next year or two with some teases some reveals Mm -hmm. so you got to watch this then uh i saw it on youtube i didn't see it live gotcha so i guess i didn't watch ea live i watched ea youtube you watch, quote, EA Live. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also more fun, because you can kind of skip through the bullshit, which yes. every event has. Yeah. Uh, but start out, they announced that Apex Legends, which is the other Battle Royale game that came out long before Warzone, uh, is going to be headed to Steam and to Switch, which is actually kind of a big deal, because it's a high frame rate type game for competitive yeah. Gaming. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a battle royale. So, yeah. uh, the fact that they can put this on the Switch is kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Of course, Fortnite's on the Switch, but I feel like Apex is a... It seems like a game that would take up more processing power. Yeah, because Fortnite's very, like, cartoony, so... Yeah. But, again, we don't yeah. know much about yeah. the Whatever. gaming uh, tech side, so for all yeah. we know, it doesn't matter the design. It's all the same. Yeah. Complicity. Of, Maybe they just smoothed, smoothed over the graphics a bit for the Switch part. The Switch games typically have lower yeah. graphic. They're graphically lower quality so yeah. that they can yeah. perform better. I, I saw, I watched like a brief side by side between uh, The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. So between, I think, Xbox One, PS4, and when they ported it to Switch. Mm-hmm. And you can see a difference, but it still looked amazing. So I was like, yeah, I'm actually really impressed. Plus, I mean, if you're getting a game like that on your Switch, chances are you want it on the go. Yeah. So you're kind of, you're balancing out the the convenience of on the go with yes. with 
the high performance graphical side of it all. Yeah, true. Well, what else did they talk about? Uh, something that you, I think you would care about, but you probably don't. Sims Four is heading to Steam. Oh, that's cool. I guess. Yeah, because it was uh, always on their. Uh, it's on Origin. Origin is that so what they call it? So is it leaving Origin then? No, they still have. I think they have Origin still. I mean, I have it on my computer. They tried to be exclusive to their platform to try and draw people in. It just didn't really work. So that's why you're seeing a lot of their properties now shifting over to other platforms to be sold. Okay. Like Epic, I think, got a bunch of EA games last early last year, or something like that. I don't know. I feel like I remember reading something about this, and they announced that they were going to put like the Star Wars. Jedi Fallen Order on Epic's platform. Hmm. So they're they're expanding so that they can obviously sell more copies of, course, of their yeah. games. Also, Origin is uh, hot garbage. So Which it, is probably what helped them decide yeah. to change their policy. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I already have all of my games through Origin, so I don't know how that would work for me. But that's good news for anybody who doesn't already have that. Um, maybe they have a way that they... Will let you link your account to access the games on the other platforms. Maybe I assume Steam probably does that kind of thing. Don't probably, they link yeah. with all their? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't logged into Steam in a while. It kind of pops up when I turn my computer on, but I haven't yeah. logged in in a bit. So I made a profile months ago, but I've never played a game really on it. I have like I think I have Skyrim and like one or two other like random, either really cheap or free games mm-hmm. from on Steam. See, that's why I got to get into PC gaming because if I can get a controller functioning properly on my computer there's always so many fucking games out there that are free Mm -hmm. you know yeah and it's also like it's so native it's almost native to the pc now because they have the like gaming apps i guess Mm. in inside of windows because it's you know microsoft (laughs) yeah so it's really easy to connect so as long as the the game supports controller usage it's pretty much easy peasy yeah. Xbox squeezy. Yeah. I think I did try to use a controller. Yeah. I started on when I got Skyrim because it was like that. Anyway, when I got it, I started playing it on PC, but that was before I realized I could use a controller for mm-hmm. it. And then once I was, went to the controller, I was like, it was easier in one way. But on the other hand, there were like the sub menus were a little bit more complicated. So mm-hmm. I couldn't decide which one I liked more. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I know everyone preaches that keyboard and mouse is the way to go, but I just, I never learned it, and it's just something I can't do, and I don't think I will ever be able to, so I just, give me a controller, just keep it simple for me. I think it depends on the game type, too, because, like, I learned playing The Sims, like, from the original Sims, and all of them, keyboard and mouse, Mm -hmm. and really, it's mostly mouse, but if you want to do shortcuts, the keyboard helps, like, double double fist it, you know? Um, (laughs) So... That game, whenever I did try to play it on a console, I was like, nope, nope, nope. I can't, I could not, I could never figure out the game or the controller controls. Is that how you say that? The controller rolls. Controller rolls, yeah. (laughs) Um, Sounds good to me. But literally every other game I've tried to play on the computer, I'm like, I need a fucking controller for this. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't do the keyboard. So, I don't know. It just probably depends on the game play style. Anyway, what else you got? Uh, a game that I'm not that keen on, only because of the, the creator. Uh, it's called It Takes Two, and it's going to be releasing in 2021. Uh, you remember the game A Way Out? It's like that prison break game. 
Sounds vaguely familiar. Story based co op. Sounds familiar. Uh, anyways, the the guy who was like behind this, he also did like some other game about it was like brothers something. Okay. Anyways, they're supposedly really good games. Mm-hmm. But this guy, his personality is really bothersome to me. And it discourages me from wanting to play his games. Because I don't want to like support him and his, like, what I deem toxic personality. Ah, uh, yeah. But other people love him. He was on, like, the the video game awards last year. And he was just talking crap about, like, I don't know. He was just trying to be hip and cool, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not because I use terms like hip, hip and cool. cool. <laughs> it um my first thought was, does it follow the plot of the movie? <laughs> Isn't that like a romantic comedy? Um, now that I think about it, it takes two. That sounds like it's like a Jack Nicholson and Barbara Streisand or something like that film. 1995 film with uh, it's got the Olsen twins in it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was close. It's um, Kirstie Alley, isn't it? Um, Kirstie. Oh, my God. The yeah. uh, Weight Watchers chick. Yes, yes. How sad is that? I know. She's she was like a thing. real actor. She's in Cheers, right? Yes. Yeah. But that's what everybody knows her as now. Which, I'm going to say this. Not a big fan of Cheers. Yeah. I like I, I like the mugs that yeah. they have. Yeah. I like to drink my, my beverages out of the mugs. Yeah. Beyond that, not a big fan of the show. That was kind of boring. I feel like I didn't hate it whenever it was on, but I never would intentionally turn it on because it was just not my era. Same thing with what, uh, was it Taxi or something else that was on like right after it? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Robin Williams was in it? Probably. Yeah, he was like a taxi driver. I think that's right. (laughs) I mean, that sounds right. We'll have to look it up to verify, but. Yeah. (laughs) That show, like they both, it was like one right after another and I was like, it's over yet like i want to watch something else better yeah like hercules <laughs> or xena warrior princess Hell yeah <laughs> with their in retrospect blatantly lesbian toned fair yeah. <laughs> story plot. i never thought of it you know whenever somebody first said that to me i was like no it's not what are you talking about and now i go back and i'm like oh okay yeah <laughs> oh all right that's fair Nice calls, Xena. Yeah. I, too, like women. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it's a game. It's like an indie game. Art style looks really cool, but, like, it just, I don't know. Again, this guy. Like, I rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe I'm narrow-minded with that, but I just, not a fan of the guy. Gotcha. Uh, Lost and Random is a game coming out in 2021. Another indie-looking game. This had a very interesting style to it. So it's described as a dark kingdom where every citizen's future is determined by a roll of a dice. So is there actual dice rolling? I, yes, okay. I get okay. I mean, I that's as far as I got out of oh, this. Oh, okay, so. got it. So it seems like tabletop-y. Yeah, kind okay. of. Okay. Um, I don't know. Anyway, it, sure. it sounds like a Game Pass game for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> interested, but not that interested. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Rocket Arena, speaking of that. Yeah. Uh, cartoony style three verse three battle game releasing on July fourteenth. I think that was like the big thing was oh it's coming out really soon. Yeah, sounds like a Game Pass game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it it felt like it was just kind of like a Fortnite meets Rocket League kind of game. I have a question. Only it's literally rocket weapons, not rocket vehicles. Yeah, 
Um, how many of these, like, <laughs> group versus group battle games are they going to make before they realize they're all the same? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Oh. Well, the funny thing, too, is multiplayer game. essentially it's just team deathmatch, right? Yeah. It, this has been around for decades. Mm-hmm. These game modes have not, they're, they're nothing new. Yeah. They're just now being wrapped up in a box as though they're a specific game by itself mm-hmm. as that game mode. Yeah. I guess the idea is they put all the focus on just that game mode and polishing that, that it's much more impressive than what you get from another game that just has multiplayer kind of tacked on after the storyline campaign, I guess. I don't know. But even Battle Royale, that's been a thing for a long time. Yeah. It's it's nothing new to the last five years. It's just, it's now becoming a very popular genre within gaming. It's almost as if they're simplifying the games and they're getting more credit for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're doing less work now. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of these games are no no campaign. It's just straight online gaming, right. battle royale, or whatever have you. Yeah. Or they, they don't have to focus on two aspects of a game. They can just really just dedicate on the to the one. Yeah. Which then I assume saves money, saves yeah. manpower, saves yeah. True. time. Yeah, Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, so far they've all been pretty much filler announcements. It's been pretty lackluster in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the biggest one that they revealed is Star Wars Squadrons, which is a pilot simulator kind of mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Uh, they kind of were reviving uh, the older Star Wars piloting franchises that have been non-existent for a long time now. Right. Um, I'm not a huge fan of these type of games, but... But because it's Star Wars, I'm kind of interested now. So, uh, so far, all the details on this, uh, here's what we have. It's a single-player campaign that will have players control both the New Republic and Imperial pilots. Okay. So, I'm assuming it's going to be an interwoven storyline between the two sides. Oh, okay. So, it's you will control both, not you can choose either. Yes. Okay. For the story, like the, the campaign. Story. Okay. Single player. Yeah. Gotcha. So there'll be, I think, one character on each side that you will okay. play as. And I assume it just bounces back and forth or mm-hmm. whatever. Option to play the entire game in VR. Now oh, that shit. is what got me. Yeah. I was like, You're like interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Because I did do that little demo of Star Wars that they had on the first Battlefront game. There was a little VR mission that you could do. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure kind of spawned this whole game, probably. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. It was a very simple thing. You take out a Death Star, or not Death Star, what do they call those? Uh, triangle ships. <laughs> oh, fuck. Star Destroyer? Is that what it's called? No, sorry. That's the Death Star. Uh, fuck. Why can't I, I don't know. I don't Anyways, know the name. Anyway. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was a simple mission where you just take out TIE Fighters and they Oh, it is right. Imperial Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer? Okay. okay. I thought I made that up. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like a simple VR mission where you just take out a bunch of TIE Fighters and the Imperial Star Destroyer. Okay. Uh, it's what you would expect from a small gotcha. VR sample that came with the yeah. Battlefront. I'm kind of glad to see that they're doing this. And if you remember, Resident Evil 7 did that exact thing where they had the entire game playable in VR. Yeah. Which, not a huge fan of the plot, but that was a great game yeah. uh, as far as actual playing it especially in vr right it proved you can have a full length game in vr yeah it's just up to the person to be able to handle playing that right long. yeah this wasn't the one you said you almost shit yourself because like 
I don't know, the autumn jumped yeah, yeah. on you or something, or like brushed against I you was, or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I was playing and she <laughs> walked up and smelled my hand while uh-huh. I was playing and uh-huh. I freaked the fuck out. Like, because <laughs> I was in a position where there was always like, they're like, the, I think they're called like the mold. Uh-huh. I don't know. They're like, they're like zombie esque things, but uh-huh. they're all made from this virus mold situation. Uh-huh. Hella creepy things. Yeah. There was like three or four of them in this room with me, yeah. and I was trying to like be all sneaky and shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this happens. Yeah. And I was like freaked <laughs> like, the fuck lost out. It. Yeah. yeah. Good times. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry to continue with Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, so it's going to be on PC and PSVR as far as that aspect nice. of VR. So Oculus and PSVR. Uh, there will be eight different ships to fly, which I assume will just be different types, like the bomber type, whatever, the mm-hmm. TIE fighters, you know, yeah. X-wings, the, the standard ones that people want to fly, right? Right. And I would imagine that they will add in more ships over time. Yeah, probably. That's just my speculation. Yeah, I have no like idea, a, but I would imagine. An easy DLC option. Yeah. Um, over 50 components to customize your ship's capabilities. So kind of adding an RPG element to okay, it. Okay, so you can change your weapons or whatever. The Not fuck. so much weapons. Well, I mean, probably like weapons. Ship, ship but weapons I think actual ship components to uh-huh. like make it faster. Nice. Okay. It, it, dive into that simulator Got aspect it. of yeah. really piloting. Making changes to the actual fun- function of the ship. Yes. Gotcha. But I'm sure the weapon side will be there too. Yeah. Yeah. So this will be releasing on PS4, Xbox One, PC... On October 2nd, 2020. Nice. That's really not it's, that far it's away. fairly soon. Four months. Less than four months. So that that's Impressive. a pretty, uh, pretty big... So is VR going to be available at the same time? Or what do we expect? Yeah, they are planning on VR to be available at launch nice. with this game. Even better. Yeah. Uh, and then the cherry on top, I guess, is no microtransactions will be in this game. Really? Which everyone knows... Or should know that that's because of the Battlefront 2. Uh, shitstorm. Shitstorm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that came out of that game where people decided that you had to buy them in order to play the game. Um, which was not true. It was over-exaggerated, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then moving on to some not-so-exciting news. Because I'm sure everyone was like, oh, about time you got to this. Madden and FIFA 21. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned this. Were, were <laughs> promoted, obviously. Whatever. Um, notably, the NHL game was absent from this section of the EA Sports games, which That's people then were worried. But then on social media, it was revealed that uh, their team is hard at work on those or on that game, mm-hmm. and that they will reveal it when they are ready. Okay. So they just dispelled any I mean, rumors, it's, I mean, basically. It's a sports game. Of course they're fucking making one, right? Yeah, it's, why wouldn't they? The, the NHL one is obviously not as big of a mass of players, but they have a very niche market that yeah. they they're cater to. Base, and yeah. yeah. I've kind of fallen off myself with the NHL games, but that's because they've gotten more hardcore simulator than I'm yeah. into. Yeah. I'm kind of more into the arcade side of it, yeah. but... I'm sure it's fossil because I'm just not good at them. (laughs) I'm sure if I played long enough, I would probably get good. Mm -hmm. As the kids say. (laughs) The hip, cool ones. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So anyways, of course, the sports side was there. Uh, And then they ended up the... They ended the whole thing with... 
kind of like a tease on next gen, not so much showing these three games, but acknowledging that they exist. Dragon Age, Battlefield, and Need for Speed. Uh, they all teased next gen tech and graphics for these games. By okay. Not so much showing the game itself, but just snippets of CGI from the games. Okay. That just kind of show off how gorgeous it's going to look. Gotcha. But they didn't really show any gameplay or anything like that. They didn't slap labels on anything to say, okay. this is this game. It was just kind of, you could tell if you were watching and you knew what the games were. Okay. Um, and they had, at the end, Skate. I, I guess Skate 4. It's okay. uh, unofficially, they haven't really said it exactly that it's Skate it's 4. It's just a skate game. A skate game yeah. by people who have been a part of the franchise uh and it's really an early development it was literally they just got like a pro skater to be like hey so excited to say this game's a thing mm-hmm. that's all we got and i assume because we're old that this pro skater was not tony hawk <laughs> uh he was almost as old it looked like oh really his okay. name was like cousin something nope yeah exactly i don't if it's not tony hawk i don't know yeah exactly. or like no never mind I used to know some of the other ones. Something Burnquist. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think. Is that right? right? I think. Unless that's or a hockey player. Or am I thinking of a hockey player? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Might be a. No, wait. Is not... The hockey player is Nyquist, right? Well, I mean, there's a lot of people with okay, Quist but... in their name. Are there? I mean. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever. I don't have them memorized. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's. Okay. Wait, Rob Dyrdek was a skater? Bi- Robin Big. Oh, show. yeah. Yeah, that's oh. what he got. I didn't know. That's why he's always like skateboarding and shit in his show. I just thought he was like one of those people. <laughs> I only saw that show a couple times, anyways. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so they announced a skateboarding game. Yes. I, I, I guess skateboarding's getting big again. I, I don't know. I thought that was like a '90s thing, to be honest. I thought do, so too. Do people still skateboard? Okay, Bam Margera was a skater. That's what I wasn't sure about. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um. I guess people still, I mean, they still sell skateboards. They still have skate shops. They still have skate parks that people skate in, so. Well, of course, there's still skate parks. I know, but. Cities put no, all no, this money into a skate park. They're not going to just why I made, bulldozer it after a year. That's why I made the qualification that people still skate in. Like, they're not just empty skate parks or, like, full of homeless people. They're, like, act actively people skating and BMXing in them. So. I, I guess remember when it's probably I was... just a teenager thing. I want to say I was like in middle school down the street from our neighborhood. They put in a city skate park and it was like this big deal. Uh huh. Yeah, that's my story. Is it still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say I don't they know bulldozed it. <laughs> I don't know if it's really used much. We'll have yeah. to check next time we're in town visiting my parents. Yeah. It was like this big ordeal. Like people didn't want it and then they finally approved it and then they put it in and then like all these kids were using it. And, and then did people complain? Which is a good thing, it? right? But, yeah, I'm sure they were. Yeah. Because that happened uh, at, like, the condos whenever I was a kid. We would, like, ride our bikes or skate, um, not skateboard. Well, I mean, I didn't skateboard, but some people did. Yeah. And, or, like, rollerblade or whatever the fuck ever, like, up and down the roads. Because it was, like, private road. Because inside a gated community. And then people would complain. Mm-hmm. Like, old people would complain. And then we they made it so we weren't allowed to do that anymore. Gotcha. It was dumb. Gotcha. Anywho, let's continue. Yeah. And then uh, the finish it all off they had seven ea games that they said will be heading to the switch but they did not disclose what those games were that's silly but okay um it was it was a pretty lackluster 
in my opinion, announcement list for EA. Gotcha. Star Wars is pretty much the only big one, and that got leaked, what, a week ago? Yeah, we already kind of knew about it. Mm-hmm. Kind of took the, the wind out of their yeah. sails. Well, it got huh? leaked a couple times. Got leaked like a month or two ago. Yeah. And then it got leaked again last week. I wonder how bummed out the people who put on this event were like were about yeah, that. That was like their That's big like thing their as big far thing, as we and could and tell. Everybody already fucking knew about it. Unless skates are really considered huge, but I yeah. um, I feel like it's going to be a niche market personally. But. Yeah. Speaking of niche markets, <laughs> um, I feel like there's a pretty hardcore following of Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts games. Yeah. Um. So for those people, they might be excited to hear that Square Enix announced another sort of Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> it's called Melody of Memory, and it's a rhythm game, which is coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One later this year. So it's not a true Kingdom Hearts game, but it's a it's like based around the same characters or whatever the base. Yeah, that the Disney in- characters. Yes. And- Square Enix characters, yeah. all yeah. So it'll include Final Fantasy, whatever. quite a few characters from the franchise. So people, I'm sure that they'll be fans. Yeah, who who knew? Yeah, the the key to people's hearts was a rhythm game. Yep. In the Kingdom Heart franchise. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Not another Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. You could expect one of those in another twelve years. Yeah. Well, in in the vein of weird franchise spinoffs uh nintendo has announced a pokemon snap game for the switch okay what does that mean uh it's basically you take pictures of pokemon what in a video game (laughs) what instead of just playing pokemon go well i'm sure pokemon go has that aspect to it okay but uh this is like this goes all the way back to the nintendo 64 where they had a game called pokemon snap okay so let me get this straight it's a video game that Mm. you buy to then go into the video game, and the function of the video game is to take pictures of Pokemon. Yes. What? Okay. Okay. I, it sounds lame. Y- y- the way you're describing that, I mean, isn't that literally what every game is? You're, you're paying money to go into a fake world to do something? Yeah, but you do something more exciting than take pictures of things, usually. I It's Pokemon. Okay. I don't know what to That's tell fine. you. That's what people I'm love. Not, I'm not trying to throw shade. I was just trying to it, be clear. It was just a, yeah. a Nintendo 64 game yeah. that was really popular. Gotcha. I'm not sure if this is a remake or if it's a brand new game with the same title. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's coming out on the Switch. Cool. The original was a essentially like a, a rail type game where you follow oh. the, the camera just moves yeah. on the rail. Mm-hmm. And you just move around and take pictures. And then obviously they have secret shit that you can find to, to then reveal more Pokemon and stuff. It was like a whole okay. thing. Okay. Uh, so I didn't play a whole lot of it, but... A little bit more. Exciting. It was a very popular game. Gotcha. Uh, and I think it could do really well on the Switch. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like a Switch game. Yeah. Uh, and they are going to include multiple generations, which will appear in this game. So not just the first gen, which is what the Pokemon Snap on 64 had. Generations of Pokemon. Yes. Okay, got it. Sorry, I'm thinking consoles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, that can't be right. Yeah, no, this game will not include all generations of Nintendo consoles. <laughs> good to know. All right. Otherwise, it's a really good deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and apparently it's going to be de- developed by Bandai Namco. Not, okay. Not Nintendo itself. They are having a third party put this together. Okay. Which they, they tend to do that with some of their properties when it's not a mm-hmm. mainline 
franchise game. Yeah, but what from what you describe as like a rail type situation. So when you say, pardon my ignorance, but the rail type game is that what you would also consider Area Fifty One, the arcade game? Yes, exactly. So exactly the maker of lots of arcade games makes sense if it's that style of game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Just curious. Yeah, Bandai Namco has a pretty good track record. They yeah. they put out consistently good games. It's, yeah. They're not like an elite brand, I wouldn't say, but they right. they get the job done. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, you know, we always uh, talk about PAX periodically. Looks like they ha- are doing an official digital replacement for PAX West and Australia, and it's called PAX Online, and it's going to be from September 12th to the 20th, and it's free to attend whatever that means. I put it in quotations <laughs> because it's on the internet. Yeah. So to say it's free to attend, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Because it's like, so, sure, you could put a paywall behind it, but right. or in front of it, yeah. but it just feels like it's a, yeah. it's marketing. Right. That's just kind of like empty. Yeah. To just act like you're getting more out more, of it than you are. It makes more sense to do it free anyway, because you could, like you said, you could put a paywall, but somebody's going to hack your fucking paywall anyway, and then everybody's going to get mad, and you're going to have to give a refund to everybody else that did have to pay. I wasn't worried about that. I just think when it's digital, it's not like you could run out of something. Yeah, So just to have it out there for everybody only helps your brand and your PR. That's fair. It only helps you expand for the next year to get more people in the door. Gotcha. All right. Well, they are promising for PAX Online to have nine days of live shows, game reveals, exclusive hands-on demos, and esports tournaments. I don't know how they're going to do hands-on demos when it's an online event, <laughs> but I'll be... Well, like, the developers will play the game uh-huh. and stream it for okay. everybody. Something like that. Gotcha. It just doesn't... When they say hands-on, I don't mean hands-on for you. They mean hands-on for somebody to show you that it is it's... actually being played, not... Okay, Not so that just doesn't a video. mean like you get to have hands on them because that's what it should mean. Anyway, seems like it's a cool thing. Maybe, I mean, it'll be actually kind of cool for us to see what potentially is some remnant of what usually happens at PAX because we've never been to one of those Well, hopefully they're going to have Pokemon Snap and you can finally figure out what the hell this game is. And yeah, hopefully. Stop being upset with me. Yeah, I'm not upset with you. Not at all. I just wanted to clarify that that's what you were saying. Because I don't want to buy a video game to go take pictures of things because I could do that in real life. I can't go fight monsters in real life, so that's why I get a video game to do it. Yeah. You know? I mean, if they really want to sell copies of Pokemon Snap, it should be based on them all working together with their Pokemon powers to stop Thanos from snapping his finger. There you go. That's how it should be. You should write them a strongly worded letter. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon! <laughs> Assemble! Or <laughs> snap? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Well, whatever they do, <laughs> they need to come up with some kind of a smart delivery for all of their hands on or hands off yeah. demos for yeah, packs. They should just call it online. <laughs> yeah. They could have like a whole like karate kid like theme to their, yeah. their panels and yeah. just be like hands on, hands off. Yeah. That's what they should do. Speaking of smart delivery, though, uh, Xbox has a little bit more information about smart delivery, which is a new function that they're going to have on the Series X for their next generation of console. Uh, As we know, it's... This function is going to allow gamers the best possible version of that game on the console that they own. 
Okay. So if you own an Xbox One, whatever is deemed the best performance possible for that game is going to be automatically there. If you have the Series X, it's going to automatically update to give you the best version of that game. It's not just going to be a port of the Xbox One to the Series X. You're mm-hmm. not getting the same game. You're getting it enhanced. Interesting. Basically what they're already doing with One uh, X. You know, yeah. there are certain games that they come out with uh, 4K patches or whatever. They, they enhance the game. They've gone back to even 360 games that are backwards compatible and given them the 4K treatment or some kind of improvement visually or just performance like uh, refresh rate and all that stuff. And you can really see the difference. So they're pretty much implementing this in generation to generation. Yeah. Not just on the one console. So developers will have the ability to uh, improve their games long after the release if they choose to. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't necessarily mean like this is like a new release game. A game could be out for, you know, let's say three years from now. If they choose to then add some kind of enhancement to an older game, mm-hmm. it'll show up on the Series X. Nice. Uh, so this will be a permanent upgrade. There's no time limit for like the releases, let's say. You know, it's not like... You have to buy the game in the first six months or else you don't get that version for the Series X. It's going to be, this is just always there. Right. So you don't have to worry about buying the next gen by a certain point or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of a cool feature to feel like you, you have to invest more into the, the brand. And the, the best feature, I think, of this whole concept is it's going to allow seamless gaming between consoles. So you could be on... Your S downstairs, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you're getting tired. You want to go to bed, but you still kind of want to finish the level. Mm-hmm. You can just walk upstairs, hop onto, let's say, our 1X or our Series X when we get that mm-hmm. in the bedroom. You'll be right where you were. You'll have your save there. All of, all of your progress is there. It's basically a straight, seamless shift from console to console. That's really cool. I really hope that... All of this seamlessness works nicely for us, even though we have the thing where my console is your home console and vice versa or whatever. So I guess I'm interested to see how that goes. I don't think that should have any impact on it because that's still a feature of the consoles to allow families to... Right. To allow families to play, you know, I assume it's meant for like kids and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't think that's going to be an issue. I I think that's going to still be... A part of this because yeah. their whole idea is the ecosystem is going to be connected right. so xbox one players will potentially be playing with series x players right so yeah one of us could be on a series x the other one could be on our current xbox and we mm-hmm. should still be able to play the same game as long yeah. as it's connected to the yeah the, the only reason i question it i think is because right now we have to disable automatic update because um, it constantly downloads any new game that you purchase. On yours, on that's an console. issue, yes, yeah. because it sees yours as the primary. Yeah. So, so anytime it you tries buy a game to help anywhere, you out by like, doing it, it's trying to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's trying to help me out. Yeah, but it's really helping. It's not you. It's not helping me because <laughs> the fucking storage is full. <laughs> yeah. I so I guess we just have to about. get like a million terabytes external hard drive. That's really what we need to do. <laughs> Yeah, and they'll be interesting. I don't know if they've said how what size the the hard drive is. Have they yet? I don't. They don't remember. I guess it's at least two terabyte, so. right? Because it has imagine. to be. That's what they are currently, right? For the uh, top size for current gen. I think so. So 
Anyways, I don't know. Some people are saying that's just like a marketing gimmick, but like it, it sounds like it's legitimately a real thing that they put developers into creating this user interface that's going to really improve games that you already own. Mm-hmm. So I, whatever you want to call it, it's it's better than a port. It's yeah. not just shifting it over to the next gen and saying it's a new version, even though you're getting the same thing. It's literally changing the game to be better. Yeah. Of course, you're probably going to be limited probably to engines would have to work with the older console too, right? So yes. yeah. you're probably not getting the best possible performance out of developers because they have to tailor to both gen- generations, but yes. give a couple years, they're going to be dedicated to just next gen, right? Yeah. Which will then be current gen right. at the time. And they can probably have like a team that stays on a game after it's launched on the current gen to then... Fix it so it works on the older gen or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. And, I mean, PS5 is going to be doing the same exact thing. They're going to have... They're going to have whether first or third focused on both generations for at least the first year. And then they're going to shift primarily to the PS5. You know that's going to happen. Yeah. Which, Sony... The good thing about their consoles is they always seem to really learn how to use the most out of the technology of that the console... Yeah. Later on in the cycle of the the generation, right? Where they're, they're especially their exclusives, you kind of can tell that they really figure out how to best performance the the games to just be gorgeous and have all these amazing action scenes and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And Series X is looking like they're going to have a good amount of first party games. We'll have to wait till July to find out what they have, but it sounds like they have a lot of games. So I'm really curious to see what they can do. Yeah. It's definitely going to be an interesting generation between consoles. They're both aiming for different goals. Yeah. Well, um, unfortunately, you can't always meet your goals, as we've learned. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is yet again delayed. I know everybody's probably quite upset about it. Um, The most recent expected date was September 17th, and they have pushed it back to November 19th. Um, I'm not going to read their entire statement, but there's a very, very nicely written press release. I think it's on their website, probably on Twitter and all bunch of other stuff too. Um, so go out and find it from CD Projekt Red, where the, um, the co-founder and the head of studio signed the letter with a bunch of information, which essentially says, we're sorry, we don't want to lose your trust, but the cost of losing your trust, it means we can finish the game and release a complete product. And they also said that all of the content and gameplay, everything is there in the game. But right now, their goal is to spend the next, how many months is that? July, August, September, November, four months, five months. With just working out bugs and fixing the, balancing the game mechanics, um, among other things. Um, And so they said that journalists from all over are starting to independently play the game this week. And after the, the reviews from those journalists are able to start coming out after their June 25th Night City Wire, which is their presentation stream. They're still doing that. Mm-hmm. So once that airs, then the journalists will start posting their reviews potentially as well. So they're hoping that even though. Um, that, it wouldn't be reviews. It would be impressions, right? Okay. Re- impressions. They don't have the full game yet. I well, would when imagine. I said review, I meant like, this is what I thought of it. I, I don't know. Okay. I didn't mean like a full-on. Yeah, they shouldn't be getting copies until a month or two before the game's launch. Preview is the word I should have used. Sorry. 
There you go. Preview. preview. Well, yeah. I just they're up. just different things. So yes. I just want to make sure in my head people they, are not going to be getting a score on how that's the game is perceived. Yes. It's a different interpretation of the five word. months before it's I out. Should have used the word preview. Um, so they were, are going to be able to um, post their previews after Night City Wire airs, and then that way the uh, Marcin Iwinski and Adam Badowski are hoping that by seeing their stream event, as well as the previews by the journalists, it will help sate the appetite for everyone who's been waiting and waiting and waiting for this game. Um, I don't think they have to worry about it. Like, people who are interested in this game, they're already sold on it. Yeah, they're no, just waiting for the game. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think they have to worry about anything either, but they went, they went to the trouble to make this very nicely worded letter, so I wanted to give props yeah. to that. Instead of just being like, sucks to suck, you know? Yeah. Well, you said some weird stuff about losing our trust. They said that. But they're okay with losing our trust for... Did they actually say that? They said, I'll read you the exact sentence. That just um, seems like a weird thing to say. At the same time, we are fully aware that making such a decision costs us your trust, and trading trust for additional time is one of the hardest decisions a game developer can make. So, okay. I probably just said it poorly. I was trying to paraphrase so I didn't waste a bunch of time on gotcha. this. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I, again, people who want this game are already going to buy it. Like, yes. They're not concerned There's no about when question it comes as out. To the They're people... going to be upset, probably. Yeah, they're going to be bummed out. They have to wait longer. But they're still going to be buying Nobody's going to be like, it's delayed? Well, fuck it. I'm not buying it now. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, when games are delayed, it's not delayed because they want to just laugh at people impatiently yeah. waiting for it. It's yeah. because they want to make the game better. Yeah. So, as bad as it is to have to wait longer, it's... Mm-hmm. For a good cause. Yeah. So, now here's my question, though. Do you think this could be an indicator of when, specifically, the Series X and PS5 are going to be launching? I think it could be. Because they're saying November 19th is the release date now, right? Mm-hmm. So, does that mean it's probably going to fall in line with the new-gen consoles? Because they this is a very big push they have with Xbox yeah. on the Series X. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the marketing is clearly on the side of Microsoft yes. for this game. Yes. So... Um... I'm not. Sh- I don't think it's delayed just so that they can launch with the console. Right. But I am curious if the decided new release date is going to coincide with the console. Right. Um, yeah. No. I think you could be right there because I feel like I can't think of which one it was, or if I'm maybe making this up. But in my head, I have this idea that we had recently talked about another game that was delayed till that same exact date. So I'm gonna look it up and see if I can. Follow you sure up you're not on thinking that. of Wonder Woman? I could be. That's okay. why I said don't quote me on it. I think that was delayed till November. Yeah. Um, I so I could be totally wrong, but I feel like I have that in my head. So I was just thinking. I was thinking the same thing about gotcha. this as well. Anyways, I I mean, for all I know, it's nothing. It just I'm just curious because we all know it's supposed to be holiday 2020 is mm-hmm. the the key term that they're using for these next gen consoles. That's implied usually around Thanksgiving to Christmas, right? For the holiday. That's time. what it means. That's what they mean. By yeah, holidays. like those yeah. are like the two crucial yeah. holidays that. And even if you meant Hanukkah, it's somewhere between the two. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I believe even Kwanzaa is. Yeah. So, so it's sometime in those months. I, I just because people call the winter the holiday season, right? Yes. Because there's so many damn holidays yeah. during yeah. the winter time. And people, even if they don't celebrate Christmas, they'll usually have winter holiday from work or from school or from fucking whatever. And so, yeah, I yeah. think that's definitely fair. Anyways, just just speculation that that could yeah. be a, a more of a tie-in to, to the launch. Yeah. Um, 
But another question I have then, does this then void even the concept of smart delivery even mattering for this game then? Because, you know, they announced that this game was going to have smart delivery available for the free upgrade to Series X. But, like, if the game's really not even going to be out till the console anyways, presumably, well, then it's does still, that really even matter for anybody still, who's buying the Series X? No. If people are buying it on launch, then no. But if people are getting it weeks or months later, then they might have already started the game on their existing gen, and then they get the next gen for this Christmas. Yeah, or, okay, I guess you're right. Majority whatever. of people probably will still Or wait till they get their tax refund benefit. in April or whatever, you know? Like, there's, they're still going to... It's going to benefit the people that um, don't buy the, con- the new gen console right away. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the Night City Wire mm-hmm. stream on the 25th. And the Avengers one, I think, on the 24th, the day before. Oh, nice. So, I need to figure out what See, people, is. we have more stuff coming out. With yeah. The, so, get on those games. Oh, I'm a, It's a Thursday. I have to go get a PS2 so I can get back on those games I have on my backlog. <laughs> yeah. Get caught up, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of catching up, though, uh, Crash Bandicoot, It's About Time, is a supposed game coming out uh it was leaked on a taiwan digital game rating committee website okay uh it's a lot of words it was rated for ps4 and xbox one uh it's now since been removed but this is presumably the crash bandicoot 4 game that people speculated was in development since Mm -hmm. the release of the collection of old games remastered Mm -hmm. okay which I got dirt cheap on like a Black Friday. Uh-huh. Played a couple of them, hated them, did not go back. Yeah. I do not get the love for this franchise. I think the games are not fun. Controls are terrible. I <laughs> even on the remake. I feel like I liked them back on the in PS2 days. I feel like people like the nostalgia feel of yeah. them, but they don't actually like the games. Right. Well, like, I think I liked it because at the time I wasn't, I didn't have a console and I wasn't allowed to play games. Yeah. So literally any video game was fun to me. Honestly, I think people <laughs> liked Crash more because of the commercials that PlayStation had rather mm-hmm. than the actual game itself. Yeah. Probably. That's my, that's my hot take. Okay. Hot takes. <laughs> You've got them. <laughs> uh, so anyways, uh, expect that game to be announced relatively soon. Yeah. Hopefully it wasn't the uh, primary announcement at someone's upcoming conference so they don't get the wind blown out of their sails like EA did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a fun little a fun little tidbit that I thought people would enjoy, potentially. Uh, this War of Mine is a PC game, and it was rec- it is now recommended by the Polish education system as recommended reading. And I think that means that you're supposed to play it. I don't, I don't know about recommended reading if it's not a book. But... Well, there's probably a lot of text in the game. Like, okay. Like that RPGs. Like older yeah, RPGs didn't true. have audio yeah. saying everything. You had so... to actually read it all yourself. Okay. So it could be that style that of game. That makes sense. Okay. So actually um, it's for, for high school students in Poland by decree of the prime minister and the country's ministry of education. That's now... Uh, something that they will be covering or recommended to cover as part of their general education, which is pretty cool. Um, it was released by, uh, made by 11-Bit Studios and was released in 2014. And it's won a bunch of awards for its portrayal of wartime and how it focuses on the consequences and moral dilemmas in conflict. So I think that's why they probably, they, they said that it basically helps educate people on um 
how war works and how the, and the consequences of war, whether it's localized or extended. So are they going to provide this game for students to have access to to play, or they're just saying, "Hey, you should go look out for this game and play it." I don't know. I imagine they would just say, "Hey, you go look out uh, for this," but who knows? I mean, if it's really important to you, yeah, I feel like you should have it as part of your criteria in the game or yeah. in the in the class, in whatever class it yeah. is. I assume history. Well, it's not required yet; it's just recommended. <laughs> so I just think it's a really cool progression of society that we are able to have a government recommend a video game as an educational tool. I think that's great. That's not a trash education video game, you know? Like, this supposedly is, like, an actually good video game, yeah. too. It's not just, like, a, oh, brain teasers. Yeah, well, the problem is know? people <laughs> want to focus, especially in our country, the mm-hmm. United States, that video games are all violent, and mm-hmm. they're just destructive, yeah. and they're ruining people's brains, and, yeah. and all these negative connections to it. But there's so many other games out there that have done so many great things to help develop... I have no proof of this, but I, I fully believe... That my obsession with playing the Resident Evil games when I was younger uh-huh. is what allows me to have such good memory when it comes to navigating yeah. and like mapping and stuff like that. Yeah. Because you had to really train yourself. Picture in your head a 3D map of the entire mansion you were in. Yeah. To be able to navigate without having to constantly go to your map. So I think that really helped me develop in that aspect of thinking, yeah. critical thinking. Yeah. That's a good point. I I have I struggle with that part of Resident Evil and a lot of games. If I don't have a mini map, mini map that I can see directly on my screen, I have a lot of trouble navigating. Um, I didn't have trouble with organic chemistry where you have to uh, like visually picture a three dimensional molecule in your head and see how it could change. But I think there's like mathematical and scientific ways things connect. So maybe that's why I understand that and not games because yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just a map. Whatever. Yeah, no, I yeah no, it's good to see that, that a, a country is putting a positive spin on video games and, and the benefits they have to society, yeah. not just cursing them as yeah. the problem because exactly. they don't want to deal with the real problem yeah. in society. Mm-hmm. I watched the trailer for this game. Obviously That's another it's... hot take, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I agree with hot that. Hot take, hot take. Get your <laughs> hot takes here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I watched the trailer and I thought it looked interesting, so I might try to check it out, see where I can find it. But fun little uplifting story, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably a dumb question. Do you know if the game is available in English? Um, when the, tra- the trailer that I watched, the text was in English. The, the, okay. The dialogue was I kind of am curious if my brother would enjoy this game because he's kind of into these world simulator games where you, mm-hmm. like Civilization, those kind of yeah. games. I don't know if it's it seems, on par with that kind of a thing. It but... seemed side-scrolly. Like, you can go up and down inside. Like, you're kind of looking into a dollhouse is what it, I was picturing. Mm. But, like, you're still interacting with people and other things going on around you. Gotcha. So, I don't okay. know exactly. I'll have to end up investigate and let you know. Okay. Well, let's get into the games we played this week. I would like to start off with a little rant because um, I finally downloaded that fucking mobile game called Choices. Mainly because I saw that there were some stories that seemed like they might be more interesting to, like, RPG through. Um, so I got stuck on, like, the very first story. It isn't good, but I just wanted to have my main gripe here is the game in and of itself isn't terrible. But the mechanism by which you have to get it, you have to, you basically have to give them real money unless you want to just... You can't, you don't have all the options in the game unless you pay them real money. And I feel like that's bullshit. 
So it's basically just microtransactions. Yeah, for the but whole required game. ones. Like you can't just. So be you better. can start a story, but you can't finish it without buying the rest. You can finish a story, but they give you like three choices every time there's a choice, and usually only one of the choices is free. And all the other ones that give you, like, extra story pieces and, like, uh, okay. the, the good ending or whatever require you to pay diamonds, which I looked. And most games that are mobile games, you'll be, like, they'll give you some offers that's, like, download this game and get to level 8 and we'll give you 55 million three free whatever the fucks, right? Mm-hmm. In the game currency. But there isn't any option for that in this. And it's fucking trash. I was just so annoyed because it's... It's a, it's boring as fuck if you don't give them real money so that you can choose the better options, basically. So what exactly is the premise of this game? It's it... So you're, you're, there's a character that is involved in some kind of plot. And the very first story is like Royal Wedding or some other really lame subject. Um, <laughs> and so you're this uh, chick who is, goes meets a prince on his bachelor party and goes back to whatever country he's from to be part of essentially the bachelorette because it's like social season and all the women at court are showing off and he has to choose one of them to marry that's a terrible story example but that's the first one (laughs) yeah uh and so in uh, throughout this story it's like, oh, uh, they give you all these hints throughout the story. Like, this person says, oh, well, you have to impress the queen by doing this, wearing this modern outfit, right? And so then you get to the point where you choose the outfit, and you have to buy the modern outfit with real fucking money. Or- Sounds like they are catering this to tweens who are going to be more suckered into this kind of storytelling. Agreed. And then spend their parents their money. parents money yeah <laughs> so yes you you have to pay diamonds you have to buy with real money and yes the very first one and a lot of the stories seem like they're very tween based but there were some story options there there's like horror and like other ones that seemed like they could be interesting but i'm not interested in paying real money so pfft, uninstall yes Hard pass. So I just wanted to gripe about that. I think oh, that's fucking trash. Don't do that. Like, it's not. A yeah, game. that's definitely the opposite of you know. Like I was, I was commenting about Battlefront Two earlier, and how I thought it got kind of more negative reactions than it should have. Mm-hmm. This does sound like it's even though you're technically getting something for free. Yeah. It is clearly designed to make you feel like you're missing out yeah you're missing out on the different experiences of the different endings if you don't pay real money and i think that's bullshit it's one thing to be like i have to pay real money to get like a fancy gun skin or whatever you know mm-hmm. like and that's kind of what microtransactions what, have turned yeah. to and at least in consoles is it's mainly just cosmetics yeah. because they've realized anything else and it's a, a thin line of it's pay to win yeah yeah Okay, so I, I so I take it you, Trash. you're giving it five? <laughs> five giant dumpsters. Okay. Yeah. I'm giving it a zero. Can zero. I do zeros? I don't even know. Sure, we'll allow it. Yeah, it's a zero. Fuck that it's shit. It's your choice. We're not going to charge you for it. Oh, okay. Then zero. I'll keep my stars. Okay. I'll keep them for something that's not trash. Okay. Well, speaking of not being trash, mm-hmm. me, I'm not trash. What? You know why? Why? Because we finally got another Warzone victory. How many is that now? Uh, I think I'm on 12. Okay. We had a kind of a rut. We weren't getting... Yeah. We got to like second a lot. We mm-hmm. never... You know, we were 
always the bridesmaid. Yeah, never for a the little bride. while. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we finally played uh, after you know season four has come out and they've had some changes to had some tweaks to the war zone and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they added this cool uh, like you know little mission challenge that you can pick up on the map now called uh, Most Wanted. Okay. Which they added a long time ago. They had it for like one day and then they took it out. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been there since. They added it back in. So what this does is if you pick it up, you have a target on yourself for like three minutes straight. Mm-hmm. So you show up on the map wherever you are. Uh-huh. And everybody can find you. And you're worth more money if they, if they kill you. Okay. So the incentive is to kill you so they get a bunch more money. And then... You know, that's the whole idea. So, but okay, that's no, what I'm, okay, yes. that's what I'm, I was like, you're this, like, this so why bad. would you ever grab the fucking thing? <laughs> Here's why. Okay. The incentive for the person who takes it, mm-hmm. if you survive those three minutes, mm-hmm. which are very stressful, might I add, I have done <laughs> yeah. it many times. Yeah. It is stressful, no matter yeah. where you are. Yeah. Uh, if you succeed and survive three minutes, mm-hmm. not only do you get a chunk of money Mm -hmm. in your pocket to spend in the game yeah you get your entire team back who's been dead oh shit past gulag so if they've died the second time and are just completely out and you Uh have to buy them in they are officially back in the entire team drops back in interesting right when you do it okay very interesting so getting back to our warzone victory yeah we had a interesting situation where me craig andrew and mike were all playing quads Mm mm-hmm Everybody but Craig was dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just him. Mm-hmm. Didn't have much money. Yeah. It was looking very bleak to, to get past this <laughs> game with a win. Yeah. Grabbed a, a most wanted. Uh-huh. Survived the motherfucker. Yeah. We all dropped back in. We're able to kill a couple guys nearby. Grab uh-huh. some guns. Yeah. Set up. Yeah. Won the fucking game. Holy shit. Over by the prison. That's crazy. We fucking worked so damn well together. Yeah. We just were like in sync. Like we're yeah. sitting there singing music and shit. <laughs> it's gonna be May. Yeah. That sounds like something you would We're do. like, we're, you know, Andrew's like, who's gonna win this war zone? <laughs> and then I was like, it's gonna be May. <laughs> no, but all seriousness, we did really well. Yeah. So did you know that that was gonna happen when he beat the most wanted? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we knew. It wasn't like a, oh, fuck. No, no, no. We knew. <laughs> okay. But something weird did happen, too. I, I, I forgot to mention, uh, which we did learn something else mm-hmm. from that aspect. We all dropped back in shortly after Andrew got killed by a, a team that was nearby him. Mm-hmm. And then he instantly spawned back in. Oh. And we were really confused what happened. Turns out there's a time period that they've added to the game where... Anybody in the gulag gets dumped back in the game. Oh. So if you're just in that time frame of when that thing happens and you're in the gulag, yeah, you come back. Okay. He happened to be there right when that happened again. So he came in a third time. Interesting. Back in with us. Okay. And uh, yeah, we took the high ground. Yeah. You know, we took Obi-Wan's advice. Yeah. You know, so... We were just we were just working really well together. Well, that's good. Picking huh? guys off. Yeah. Communicating. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. Very impressive. Yeah. So it was it was nice to get that victory. Yeah. So, not really so much a review, but I just wanted to 
reminisce on. Yeah. Warzone. But now people know about that new feature, so that's good. Yeah, they, they've, they've added also another feature where there's a random time in the game that it's basically a fire sale in the the box that you go buy shit in. Mm-hmm. So quick rev- or self-revives and buy your teammates back in are free during that time period oh, of fire sale. Okay. And then everything else is heavily discounted. So it also encourages you to go to those boxes, uh-huh. which then probably going to stumble people. across somebody else who's at the box yeah. and then force you guys into a battle. Is fire sale something that's announced during Zombies? Yes. Okay, because I was like, I have it in my head. Fire sale. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, why do I know that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's like a known term it's a in marketing thing. And, and sales. Well, no, no, no. I know that. But like, I could hear it and I was like, I feel like that's from a Call of Duty game. Yeah. 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 Okay. Zombies has that. Zombies has it. Okay. There's a, a fire sale perk that you can pick up. Okay. And then it'll put everything at like, I think $10 or whatever. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, whatever to use the box okay. for the guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they clearly incorporated it from zombies, yeah. but I'm okay with it. Yeah, of course. So yeah, it, it adds a, a nice twist to the game uh, because now there's potential for people who have like in our situation not really a chance to win. Yeah, could come back to come back. Yeah, and so a little bit of no one's safe. Doesn't matter how you could have a full squad have. Souped up weapons, bunch of money, doesn't matter. Yeah. Somebody else could come back in and 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 take you out. So, so. whenever you're building, or can you start like custom matches on this game? No, no. that's unfortunately not something they have okay. yet. I'm, I'm assuming be, they'll add it at some that'd point. It'd be cool if you could like log on and be like, I want to start a custom match. I want to choose that. I want this enabled, but I don't want this or whatever. Mm-hmm. They do constantly do tweaks to game types, and they'll have those mm-hmm. up for like short term like a week mm-hmm. sometimes a few uh with different types like currently they took off quads i'm a little annoyed by it they mm-hmm. took off quads and put in realistic quads which is basically no loadouts only things you can get are what's on the map oh and you die you, you die there's no coming back oh that's rude there's no buy-ins there's nothing gotcha. like that you're just you gotta survive okay Relieved we got another win. Yeah. I'll put it up on my social media. I haven't done it yet. I, yeah. I saved the recording. Good. And actually, Andrew sent me his version too. Uh-huh. So I'm going to try to try and screen them by screen yeah. those like in time on perfect. So like you see like, because he was to the left of me uh-huh. and I was picking off a guy uh-huh. down the way and he was shooting a rocket at a guy across me <laughs> toward to the right. And so it just looks really good. Yeah. So I'm hoping I could get that next to each other and you'll just see like the whole concept of where he shoots the rocket and then where it ends on my map. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but another game that we played, uh, Maneater, yes. which is a, I'd say it's like more like a double A game, not not a triple A, not a mm-hmm. indie. I'd, I'd call it a double A game. Yeah. Uh, basic premise of this game is you are a baby bull shark. Uh, the doo-doo-doo song is not a part of it, so. Yeah. Don't even ask. The doo 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 song. You know that stupid. No, I know. Baby Shark song yeah. that people are always like. Yeah. Yeah. If you like that song, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that includes you and my niece. <laughs> also, stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> if... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be listening to this. Yeah. Where are your parents? <laughs> um. So essentially, you're a baby shark. And you have to eat other animals and eventually humans when you get bigger 
to grow and become more powerful. And then there's like the subplot, like subplot of like this fisherman who's trying to hunt you because you took his arm, mainly because you were trying to hunt him or yeah. hunt you at the time. Yeah, there's like a backstory, yeah, which so, is very dramatic. Uh, yeah, so it kind of comes like the graphically, it's kind of like a uh, Borderlands, but a little bit more. 3D realistic. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of got that cell shaded tone to it. Yeah. Uh, as far as like the cutscene stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're actually playing, it's third person, control the shark. Uh, there's evolutionary upgrades that you get through doing like side challenges. Challenges and, and you go find this chest. It's got, they call it mutagen in it and it yeah. makes you basically mutate and evolve to be, uh, they have three shark evolutionary types that are one's like a bone armor one's a electrical uh attack type thing and then another one is um i think it's like it's like shadow something Mm. basically you're just more of a stealthy i guess okay um the game is fun i had a, a good time in fact i was probably obsessed with it when i was playing it it's about 15 hours i'd say at most it's a pretty short game. Um, it's got a lot of potential, but the problem I'd say is it is a little tedious with what you do. A lot of it is just go find this and bite it, mm-hmm. and then that's that's the game. Uh, they do have bosses and stuff, but they, they're they essentially just slightly stronger versions of what you're already attacking in the sea. So I don't know, it, it's a good concept of a game, but I feel like there's like a lot they, they need to like improve on overall. But at the same time, I really enjoyed playing it. Yeah. And I was scared when I first got this game because, or before I got the game, because when it was coming out, I wanted it. But a lot of the reviews were uh, from people on the marketplace were saying that there was a lot of glitches and issues. Some people said that they lost like hours of of gameplay that didn't get saved when they right. uh, turned off the game because it has auto save only. There's no other functionality to save the game manually. Uh, so I was a little worried about that. And then other people said that they completely glitched and it bricked their Xbox One X, which mm-hmm. is what I have. So I was a little concerned. Yeah. I, g- I think I gave it, what, like a week, maybe week and a half? Yeah. Finally pulled, pulled the trigger because usually you'll get at least an update in there by then. Yeah. I did not really have the issues that other people had mm-hmm. with this game. I was playing on a One X. I think it froze on me once. Mm-hmm. Maybe halfway through the game. And then you had the game on the internal storage, right? Not on your external hard drive? I do not recall what I put oh, it on. Oh, okay. Because I remember a couple of the reviews you it read. It might be on my internal. I'll check okay. that out. But okay. um, really, th- there wasn't a whole lot of glitch issues that I had that people were saying was a problem with this game. So, yeah, it, it, it was like, what, $30, I want to say? Something like that. I think it, it was like a 30 or $40 game. Yeah. Uh, slightly cheaper than a normal game, but it's a lot shorter of a game. I think it was, I think it was, I think in the end it was like between eight to 12 hours, I want to say. I spent longer because I was like buying or trying to find every little thing. Right. But as far as the story goes, you could easily beat this game a lot quicker than than all the stuff available to you. What I didn't like about the game was in the beginning, it was extremely hard to level up because you are so, obviously you're a, a baby shark. Yeah. And you're not as... Strong as other stuff. So it did take a little bit of time. It was a little stressful because you would die a lot 
trying to like, kill things like alligators and stuff. But yeah. eventually, when you got to a point where you could take them down, the game opened up and became a lot more enjoyable for me. Okay. Well, maybe I'll jump back into it then at some point then, because I think I didn't quite get to the more enjoyable part. I didn't hate it, but I felt like I'm playing a video game to like not be stressed out, and I'm stressed out because yeah, because you feel like the prey. You don't yeah. feel like the predator, yeah, which is I'm what like, the game I'm is. It's literally a... called man eater. Yeah, uh, and you and feel like you're the one at risk. Yeah, every time because I kept getting like attacked. Like even like fucking fish were somehow able to hurt me, and I'm like, this isn't realistic. Like, yeah. come on now. But I will say too, psychologically, that kind of worked too because. When you got to the point that you could start taking on these creatures, uh-huh. then, you know, th- they still attack you. Yeah. So even when you're stronger than them, they still attack you. They, they, they're idiots. It's just like easy money at that And then point. you're just like, oh, you stupid oh. fucking bitch. <laughs> and, you know, and then you get all cocky and you go after them. Yeah. And it's like, and so it kind of, I guess it, it, it goes from prey to predator. Yeah. Literally, it, it, it kind of tones your attitude toward the creatures in the game. Gotcha. Um, and I feel... I feel like I definitely got more adventurous and easygoing with attacking groups of uh, sharks or Mm -hmm. uh, there's even orcas at some point in the game, which are probably the hardest things to attack. You can even attack uh, sperm whales. Really? Which they're really aggressive in this game. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. I know orcas, they'll like attack sharks in real life. Yeah. 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 Uh, So overall, this game is really fun. I enjoy it. I, I feel like it has a lot of work. The as far as the story goes for the mm-hmm. campaign, it was very lackluster. It was mm-hmm. it was lame. But the whole premise was go kill things as a shark and just yeah. do cool special attacks. It, yeah, it's not quite a simulator of a shark because you get like I said these evolutionary traits that like are Arcadia like special like superpowers essentially. Yeah. yeah. So it's not quite realistic as far as the way you actually attack with the shark. But mm-hmm. um, I kind of think that if they leaned more into that, maybe with more variety, I think it would be a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is the kind of game I feel like microtransactions would be an understandable route for this kind of yes, game. Exactly. Because especially with the game being lower in price, mm-hmm. it'll give people more incentive to want to buy those random customizable yeah. shark uh, you know, co- cosmetics, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it helps powers but you yeah. know um so question for you since you beat the game is there any replay replayability like would you go back in and play more honestly no oh okay i i played it i beat 100 got all the achievements um and you're it's like, just, okay this is over now I, I yeah i beat it like i they do have skills that you can equip that will help you like swim around and, and be more efficient with stuff but i think i think maybe i played it in a different way than most people would or are intended to okay i before beating the game did literally everything okay before i got to the end of the game whereas i think most people probably will just rush through the story and then go back and do all the other stuff where those skills will then help you with that replay value i guess you would call it gotcha but the fact that i did it all in one sitting well, not sitting, but one run yeah. of the story. I don't have any real reason to go back. Because you're done with everything. Yeah. That makes sense. And as far as the story itself, like I felt like they kind of dropped the ball on what they could have done plot-wise to make it more dramatic than mm. they did. Okay. It was, again, kind of lackluster what they did with the story. But um, it was interesting. And you're only the bull shark. There's no other shark that you play as 
unless you count the evolutionary. Well, when you get to a certain level, they they they, they have tiers. So you start mm-hmm. out as a baby, that goes to like I think adults, and then it goes to elder, elder, and then it goes to Meg, which mm. is a megalodon. They right. they call you a megalodon, but you're you're just a bigger shark. Okay. You're not the size of a megalodon yeah. at all. Yeah. The the sperm whales are bigger than you. So yeah. you're definitely not a... Yeah. <laughs> um, but they do give you more powers and stuff. You're technically still a bull shark the whole game, but they do give you the powers. So you kind of feel like you're a different shark. Okay. Uh, but visually, it's kind of weird because you do look like a great white, even mm-hmm. though you're a bull. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of wish, again, if they made a sequel, I feel like they, they have a good foundation for this game the basic premise is it's tony hawk meets gta as a shark yeah right like that's yeah that seems fair that's my take on what this game is yeah i i think that they could definitely make it where you have different types of sharks i think that would be more fun if you could play as different sharks maybe have smaller campaigns like yeah for each type of shark yeah and then you can just swap them out and it doesn't matter what shark you are that's the story just so you have different skin or whatever Yeah. yeah Um, or at the very least you unlock some more whenever you finish the game story or whatever mm -hmm. yeah it wouldn't have worked for you because you finished the whole thing but yeah Uh, I feel like this is definitely one of those games you know we we always reference like oh this is a game pass game yeah Uh, unless you really 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 like shark games or just sharks in general and want to play this uh, I feel like you could wait for it to go cheaper in price to be honest yeah it, i had a great time it was a blast but i don't see myself going back to it okay after now that i've completed it so mm-hmm. i to say it's worth 40 dollars is probably not realistic mm-hmm. in that sense but at the same time i i want to see the succeed so that there's a sequel and they right. can improve and, and expand on what they've done because that there's a lot of potential for this game yeah so i guess people need to buy it in order for that to happen True. Very true. Catch 22 of video games. Yeah. So what are you going to rate it? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Uh, four megs. It, like I said, it's a, it's a fun game. It's just light, I guess, as far as what you do in it. Gotcha. You know, the, the, the different evolutionary types you get are cool. Cosmetically, I think they could have done better with some of them but they're cool ideas and i I just kind of wish they could expand on that and and make a real replay value as to why they were worth getting because in the end you're not going to go back and play with them so yeah in fact i found myself really only sticking to one type yeah because it was in my mind more beneficial to the story than for like the boss battles and stuff like that than the other ones yeah so i guess that's just a, a concept of how you play i Right. It could be just, like, where you choose, like, the Berserker or something when you're playing something rather than, like, the stealth individual or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's It was a solid game. What, what did you... I, I've been kind of talking a lot about it. Like, what about you? How did you feel about this game? Do you... Um, what, what would you rate it? I have much more limited experience. I only played a couple of hours, but I got my impressions of it. And I'm, as I've said, not good at games. So it was a little harder for me to grasp the controls. I will say it, it, the controls are nothing out of the ordinary for you know the concept of a yeah. 3D space. It, they're not unreasonable. Uh, they're just... I mean, essentially, it's kind of like piloting. It's really yeah. what you're doing. But yeah. I will say I too had struggles at times with functioning with the with the controls. Yeah. Uh, so kind of, 
I still don't think I was really at 100% with the controls, but I eventually got to a point where I could actually play. But then I was constantly going to get attacked by fucking alligators or crocodiles or whatever the fuck they were. I don't know. And then, like, Mm -hmm. I I just, I never really got past that, like, stressed out I'm the prey section. So that's on me because I wasn't, I was like, I was stressed out at work today. I don't need to be stressed out with fucking games. So I turned it off and did something else. Yeah. Um, But I think uh, for what it's supposed to be, it seemed like it was good. So I would give it a three. Um, because I didn't get to the part where I didn't have to be stressed out, but that's my fault. So I guess it's not, I really shouldn't yeah. blame it on the game, but no, it, it's definitely harder to play in the beginning. Like I said, you have to get to a certain point and then it just kind of opens up. Yeah. You, you get more comfortable because you have a chance against mm-hmm. these yeah. creatures and stuff. I liked the tutorial because you could, like I already was able to like go eat people and like chomp on boats. Yeah. And, and that's a perfect example of the arcadey side yeah. of it. So when you do get those power-ups and stuff uh-huh. you know there, there's these different fishermen that you have to basically lure out by eating people and then they'll come out and i think it's like 10 to 12 of them and mm-hmm. you know each time they get harder and harder to beat but yeah uh you kind of gain up this gta five-star situation yes. with the yeah. with eating people yeah and then it draws in fishermen and, and yeah. hunters and people trying to get you in boats and all this stuff yeah. and so you're doing all this havoc jumping yeah. around out of the, the water and, mm-hmm. and chopping people in half and like yeah. it gets really fun and yeah and, and ridiculous that part was entertaining to me because i i mean i was a little bit stressful but i was like i think you're a full-size shark in the tutorial right yeah the tutorial yeah. you are yeah or at least it uh, felt like i was shark. an adult they do yeah. the whole concept of most games where you're super powered up yeah in the tutorial and yeah. then something happens and you lose it all right so you got to start over that's yes. what they do with this yes so um, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to give it a three. I probably would. I might go back to it and see if I can make it past the stressful part. We'll okay. see what happens. <laughs> well, worst case, I could get to that point for you and then you just play after that. Yeah, that's true. So I guess I do have a reason to go replay it if I that's guess. the case. I guess so. <laughs> I always feel like I'm cheating with that though, even though I'm not playing against eh, anyone. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's definitely a, a, a fun transition from... Being the prey to a predator in an arcadey GTA kind of game. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of predators, yeah, I also played Predator Hunting Grounds, which is a four v one game on the PlayStation. Okay. Uh, it's exclusive to the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised by that too. So it's obviously based off the franchise Predator, mm-hmm. the alien who hunts people for sport. Mm-hmm. With the creepy like claw mandible, mouth. Man, man, what are they called? Mandibles. Mandibles. Yeah, the claw mandibles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a lot of excitement for this game when it when it first was a thing. Uh, I think I waited till there was a sale to buy it because I didn't know if I was going to have anybody to actually play it with. Uh, it's all online based, so it's multiplayer. So you'd have to have PlayStation Plus to even play it. It's fun to an extent, but it has a very short-lived lifespan in my mind. In the beginning... You have really no weapons. It's, you know, you're stripped down to the basic gun and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can pick to either be the predator or you can pick to be a human in a squad of four. Okay. Which basically what you're doing is you're going in to do this mission on like a variety of different maps that they have throughout the game. Yeah. Uh, they pick whatever, you know, and there's different objectives for each one. You do this and then while you're trying to do this mission... The person who plays as the predator is trying to hunt the four of you. Wow, okay. So you have to try and survive, finish the mission, and either escape or kill the predator. 
Okay. Or if you can't kill the predator, at least down it. And then when they do the... The predator can do the bomb at mm-hmm. the end. So if you don't kill it and the bomb's going off, you have to then run away to get out of this blast radius to survive. Okay. okay. So there's a lot of different variations to how you can beat the mission, mm-hmm. whether you're dead or alive. Okay. It's very confusing. Good to know. Um, so I have an important question. Did you play as a she-pred or predator? I have not. Oh, okay. But I have the ability to. Okay. I can I can change the character to that. Good, good. I just haven't. You just haven't. Yes. I've had missed opportunity. I, I mean, I could go do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the problem with the game. It's very shallow uh, content-wise. It, the game feels clunky for the controls. The matches last maybe 10 minutes at best. And that's if you, like, can compete against the person playing the Predator. Mm-hmm. Which, when I've gotten to higher levels, I think I'm around level 20-ish or something. Uh-huh. At this point now, everybody who plays as a Predator, because you can choose whether you want to play as a Predator or the person. Yeah. It's just, that's how it works. You're not thrown into one or the other. You choose every okay. time. Okay. So, if you're good at Predator, just always play Predator, right? Yeah. The problem is, all of the people, I think, at the level that I'm at now are really good with the predator and they just fuck you up very quickly gotcha um and i feel like it's very unbalanced obviously the predator is supposed to be stronger than the people yeah but i feel like he is un or she yeah or the predator (laughs) are unreasonably overpowered compared to the marines so if you don't have a squad to play with and you're playing with random people like it you really have no chance it's you're basically fucked I, I feel like I have no chance, and I, I don't have friends to really play this specific game with. So um, I think I'm kind of at the point where I'm probably not going to go out of my way to try and keep leveling up. Because it goes up to like 100, I oh, think. Geez. So the game is really structured around unlocking a shit ton of cosmetics too, mm-hmm. which are all available in-game through random loot boxes you get from beating the missions you know i think every time you level you get a box to open up cosmetic stuff you know much like battlefield had mm-hmm. or battlefront had okay but obviously people didn't hate this because it's just cosmetic right so as far as that goes i feel like there's a lot of cosmetics but they're like very limited in what they are so they're not really that worth going through all the effort to get anyways okay it's Got like it. And then you can also just buy with the credits you have versus waiting to get it. You could just buy what you want, but they're overpriced and all that stuff. So I feel like the game is designed to get you to keep coming back and playing the game a lot in order to afford the character designs you want for the Predator and the person. Okay. But it just doesn't seem like it's something I care enough to go back to do. You know what I mean? I'm just not going to play this game enough to to care at this point. Gotcha. Um, I feel like this game has a lot of potential, much like Maneater did. It just, they need to really add to it. It mm-hmm. just seems like there's not a whole lot of structure to this game. The, it's, you know, and like I said, there's different variations to how you can finish it. If mm-hmm. you, let's say your team finishes the mission, but you specifically got killed. Yeah. You get no XP. For the mission. That's rude. Even though you technically finished the mission as a team, you get no credit for it. 
So I feel like something like that needs to be adjusted. It seems like they're punishing you for something that you really have no control of. Right. Because like I said, the, the Predators are way overpowered in this game. I really wanted to like this game. I'm kind of disappointed in it, to be honest. So I, I'm going to have to give this um, two Predators. Okay. Makes sense. I think if they can improve this through some kind of updates, I, I, I'd probably be willing to go back to it. But at this point, I don't really see a reason to invest in it. Mm-hmm. And this is how ridiculous, or this is how badly I don't care about coming back to the game. Mm-hmm. I, when I bought the game, I bought the the higher tier one, mm-hmm. which came with uh, double XP for 24 hours straight. Yeah. I have not used it because I was like, oh, well, I need to have like a day that I'm going to sit down and literally just play this all day yeah. so I can make Maximize use of that. Because it's, once you start it, it's there. You, yeah. It doesn't pause when you're not playing. Right. So I would just waste it if I played two hours and then turned it off. Yeah. So I didn't use it. I still have that. I don't even think I care enough to come back and use it. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I'm kind of over the game already. And right. I've, I'm only like a fourth the way through the, the full leveling you can do in the game. Gotcha. Well, it's a bummer. Yeah. I, I really hope they can add in like an alien versus predator concept maybe, mm-hmm. if that's possible. Maybe a DLC. Yeah. Have also an alien character that you can have. I don't know. It This has a lot of potential. They just, I feel like they just didn't land with the, with the game. Gotcha. And they have like DLC that they have already added that's... Arnold Schwarzenegger as as the predator killer from the first movie and yeah um it just I don't know it a lot of it feels like it's just intended to try and get you to buy something Mm -hmm. and they didn't put a whole lot of thought through the actual mechanics of the game gotcha because I just feel like there's so much more they could have done with this Mm -hmm. that's like even on the cosmetic side I like that that's all you've come up with it just seems like they're very limited on the the scale of what they could do with this game gotcha well I'm sorry for you. Yeah, me too. Well, that's basically it, though. Yeah. So just to remind everyone, we have another week for entries for winning a free game code to the game Two Point Hospital on Xbox. If you want to enter to win that, you can send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. All you have to do is send us the keyword of this episode, which was predator. Sounds like a win-win. Yeah. (laughs) In the meantime... After you've entered to win, you can check out our Facebook page. It is called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast, and you can interact with us all week long regarding games, movies, TV, etc. You should also rate us, review us, or subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. If you haven't already given us a review, we would really appreciate it so we could get some visibility. And if you want to send us direct feedback, you can send it to the email I already mentioned, dtfpod at gmail.com. We are happy to accept suggestions or content requests or feedback. We would love to hear from you. You can also find us on dtfcast.com or follow Steven on social media. At Classy Cat Dad on Instagram and Twitter. I've actually gotten a handful of people following me on Instagram. Oh, good. So, moving on up. I'm yep. almost 100 people. Yeah. Never nice. thought I'd see the day. I yeah. was always stuck around 70 for a while. Yeah. Well, good. Hopefully people are enjoying it. I mean, it seems like they are because you're well, getting more followers. You know, video games... Movies, cats, bad puns. <laughs> What's not to love? That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for episode 39. Yes. We're getting up there. 
We are. We're, we're next next week, I guess, or next episode is over the hill. Yeah. We're gonna have to have a midlife crisis episode at some point. Yeah. Maybe maybe buy a Porsche on the yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just call up Porsche. Yeah. It says I would like one Porsche, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. Bye bye. <laughs>